It's the Rabbitohs TV, NRL All-Stars and Pathways wrap-up. We're going to get straight into it, Brownie. Last night's game, the way that war cry started at pre-game entertainment, um, outstanding. Got a spawn-tingling stuff. It set the tone and what a brutal contest it was for a troll game. Yeah, it definitely was, Chaps. And uh, like you said, that pre-game entertainment is probably the best uh, pre-game entertainment that I've seen for quite some time. And look, it was pretty scary, actually. That hucker, I'd hate to come up against that hucker, um, you know, where they get right in your face. But look, it's all about their culture. And um, look, it was, a, a, you know, a top game as well. A high intensity, quality game uh, on the back of uh, some quality tries. Well, tough conditions. It looked like it was belting down there at times. Um, ball movement was probably wasn't where it would where you'd like it to be. And in dry conditions, that game could have been anything. You know, like 26-22, for example. There wasn't a lot in it, but uh, the Maori just c- controlled the ball well off the back of a nice um, halfback performance by Cody Nikarima, the veteran number seven. Steve him around, a couple of nice kicks off the end of it. But uh, with David Fafuda, open up the scoring with uh, a typical David Fafuda run. He, what, he broke three or four tackles and and put his winger away. Outstanding. Yeah, look, chaps, to be honest, mate, I, I didn't see a great deal of the game, but uh, I did see that part of the game. Uh, I've seen patches. I, I was at work, so uh, I was only saw the game in patches. But that particular try... Jeez, he is an absolute beast, David Fafida. He's done it on many, many occasions that he just brushes defenders away like they're flies and, and sets up for his, uh, you know, for his teammates to score a try. And um, how many times has he, you know, won, won teams, you know, won the Titans of the game? And uh, it's just unbelievable what he can do with the ball. He's a little quiet after that, but I mean, that's probably the the fault of the inside men not putting him in positions where he can be one-on-one. But um, I think if Cody Walker was out there, it might have been a different story for the for the Indigenous All-Stars. They just lacked a little bit of um, polish and creativity at the back end of their sets. They were always kicking off the back foot, a little, little trindle, um, sort of struggled to get him out of their own end. But all in all, a, a brutal contest for when you consider that these guys haven't played a game in, in up, some of them up to five, six months. So... Uh, it wasn't a bad contest at all. A couple of stinks, Brownie. I've seen only <laughs> there was one there a bloke jumped right over the top and tried to king some bloke. And yeah, it was on it was on for young and old there. I tell you what, if you got those um, the cheap seats down the front there, you would have got your money's worth. They, they, yeah, they, they were right on the fence, weren't they? They nearly ended up in your lap there at one stage, but uh, I don't yeah. think there was too many big heavy hits thrown. It was just a bit of testosterone thrown around. But um, I suppose some of the best performers. I mentioned Cody. I thought Joseph Tapine was was led from the front there. The number 13 played really well uh, for the Indigenous side. Nico Hines, he's going to be a good buy for Canada. I don't think there's any doubt about that. But my, for mine, the man of the match was Patrick Herbert. Just some brutal defence coming in like a missile at times on the wing there. I thought he was unlucky not to get the, the man of the match there, the Preston Campbell medal. So do you think he had a point to prove, uh, chaps, from uh, the world... Obviously, the, the error that he made uh, in last year's semi-final where he didn't pass the ball inside, he was uh, looking yeah. to make amends. That was uh, him. First game back. Yeah, well, they were coming home to beat the Roosters, weren't they? They had a, a big raid down the left-hand side and finished up in the opposite right-hand corner and he he sort of chose to go himself. But had he passed it, they would have scored and knocked the Roosters out there. But, yeah, he might have had a bit of revenge on his mind. Um, 
But yeah, well done to the young fella. And Shaquille Mitchell, the only representative from the South Sydney Rabbitohs, come on. They, 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 they triple teamed him with his first hit up. But after that, I think he did a nice little uh, block, little shape play out the back and hit a couple of nice hit ups. I think he had a really tough ball, a flat pass that most blokes would have uh, dropped. Uh, front rowers, but he's got really soft hands, Brownie. He has, and we probably didn't really get to witness his uh, skill level last night. Uh, there was a couple of times there where he probably could have offloaded, but he, he, you know, he, he took possession and didn't offload. He played it safe and played the percentage play, and it's probably something that the coaches said to him before the game, and, and probably his younger brother said the same thing, just go out there and don't make any mistakes, hold the ball, and uh, what a great debut. I mean, that just wasn't an ordinary club game either. That was a no. representative game. And he did not look out of place. From what I've seen, I've said to you before, chaps, that um, I didn't see a great deal of the game. But what I did, um, look, he was hard to put down. And, and uh, I'm going to make a little prediction here that he's going to go on and make his debut for the South Sydney Rabbitohs this year. Yeah, well, it's a, it's a big possibility. Maybe he only played 18 minutes, not about 62 run metres. Um, you know, if you can get him up around... Uh, just whether or not you can get him up to that 40 or 50 minutes um, game fitness off the bench, I think it's something they won't rush. This might be something that happens at the back end of the year or during the origin period, but we might be short. Might get himself to that period. But, look, I mean, as long as this knock-on effect cup is up and running, they don't shut it down at any stage, guys like that are going to benefit. Now, I think every club's probably got to look... Uh, a Shaq Mitchell, where they've just been um, had a tough road, and yeah, they just you got, just you got to remember, you got to remember, Chaps, he, he, Shaq has it, he hasn't played for a couple of years, uh, due to the fact, like you just said, uh, you know, the COVID restrictions last he year. Played, he played last year, I think, played, played some small minutes last year in a few games, right? Off the, uh, for, for off the bench, yeah, the South, okay. yeah, in the reserve ground. He played a little bit of a little bit of footy there, but anyway, he'd be better for but there wasn't much footy played. No, it was just, it was like the old five-meter rule. They are just bashing each other. But um, no, I thought it was a good contest and, and a great um, and great respect shown from both cultures. And it looks like next yeah. year, I think the, in the press conference, just before we move on from Shaq, um, Cody Nicarima um, spoke highly of Shaq and said, mate, he doesn't look out of place. He, he certainly fits in at this level. Um, he knows what it's like to be a brother living in the shadow and, um, he's not just Latrell Mitchell's brother, mate. This this bloke could carve out a career himself. So um, he won. He he had a few admirers there, Brownie. Yeah, without a doubt, mate. And I heard him uh, get interviewed um, before the game, and he said, "Look, the the football is a bonus, but he just he was very grateful that he got the opportunity to experience a culture in, in a professional way. Um, all, all the you know all, all the stuff that they do in the camp with their brothers, and um, you know it's just a and he's come a long way, Shaq, hasn't he? He's, I mean, he's lost a lot of weight, but uh, his mental health, I think, is in a good spot now. He he said in that interview that he's, you know, he's really enjoying being a, a great dad now, where before mm. he never used to be that. And, uh, yeah, look, he's uh, the only way up for Shaq and, um, you know, a big year ahead for him. Yeah, I'm sure his family's proud of him there. And, and just on a side note, um, David Kidwell spoke to Andrew Abdo, I think it is, and they look like moving that game to New Zealand next year. So you can imagine um, culturally how good that would be to play that game over in New Zealand. Uh, that would be a great initiative, I think, and, and only fair, considering they've played four of them out here in Australia. Now, we might move on to the Harold Matthews in the pathways yesterday. 
the Rabbitohs in Harold Matthews. Well, wait, where's Maybach? Oh, Steve Maven, he's down the coast, isn't he? And another, yeah, another, another golf trip, I'd say. Yeah, he's, he's on a bit of a holiday down the coast at the in-laws. And uh, shout out to you, Maver. And well, we've got these hats that yeah, we're you wearing. Probably, you probably notice we're wearing the, the hats. The Rabbitohs TV, got the logo on the front. How much they are they, available? Really? How much are they, mate? I'm not sure. You tell me. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, well, yeah, they're about twenty bucks or so. Um, so give us send us a private message, and we might um get something out to you if you're there after Rabbitohs TV hats. We've got the stickers, yeah. stickers up and running too. We'll we'll throw in a couple of stickers for nothing. You put them on your rubbish bin or your in the back of your car, yeah, is. on your locker at work. Try well, I'm not a hat person, so I'm gonna I'm gonna take my hat off for, for the rest of the show. But uh, just, there they are. There, I'm they're just a great little hat. A little mullet, something for the something for the kids, eh? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, hit us up for a hat, and we've got some shirts coming as well. Yeah, shirts are coming, uh, coming thick and fast. So if anyone's interested in any Rabbitohs TV apparel, yeah, just just send us a private message there, guys. Now, as I said, we played the Roosters in Harold Matthews and Etchie Ball up there at Morrie Breen Oval, up there at Wyong. I think it's the Wyong Roos home ground. And I spoke to to Luke Della. And he said, look, we, we, we hung right in there at halftime. It was only 8-6. We led 8-6. The boys were playing pretty well. Had a few injuries and, and fell away um, pretty poorly in that second half, getting knocked off 38-8. to But, you know, they've got to just keep grinding. The results are going to come not far away. Them boys are trying their hearts out. There's no doubt about that. And I spoke to the coach of the SG Ball, Johnny Sutton, they started really well. He said the first set of six, we pinned them inside the 30. They uh, they had to kick it out. We got it down there. We made an error, compounded that error by a young Mitch Reeves, the winger. I think it was his debut in SG Ball. He was sent to the Simbin for 10. Didn't sound like there was a lot in it. And then the Roosters went bang, bang and scored two tries. And from there, they always had that ascendancy. They led 28 to 6 at, some stage, at one stage before... Um, the boys clawed a, clawed a couple back and were beating 38 points to 26 against... Uh, I mean, both of these Rooster sides are pretty hot. Um, and obviously, we've come up against a, a pretty good Bulldog side. So we're 0-4 in we're the hole in those two comps here, Brownie. But um, it's yeah, early look, days. Uh, like, like you said, Chaps, uh, I wasn't at the game, but I did speak to someone that was there. And that penalty that you just mentioned that happened in the first couple of minutes was pretty harsh, they tell me. He was, uh, I think he got penalised for lying on the player too long. Now, there couldn't have been too many warnings in that five-minute period that he got sent to the Simbin. So, then, no. um, like uh, you said, so, they... So they was baffled by it. He, was, he was scratching his head, but anyway. Yeah. And they, they scored, like you said, they scored two tries uh, while he went to the bin and 12 nil down. Uh, and then they were just chasing their tails for the rest of the game. Uh, look... Um, no Louis Grosomey, no Archie Donnelly, uh, Leon Tahao didn't play. So there's a couple of quality players still to come back in the side. Yes. Um, Louis was suspended from the week before and Archie, Archie Donnelly is just carrying a, a slight rib injury and Leon had a hamstring injury. So hopefully them players will be back sooner rather than later and uh, we can get our first win. And they're a really good side last year, South SG Ball. So a lot of them have progressed up and going up into higher levels and higher honours, including your Davey Mowalis, your, your Tyrell Colacolas. They're in the top 30 squad. 
So it's not easy to replace blokes like that. And I know Sato and um, Bofaloon, they won't leave a stone unturned. They'll get this They'll get this mob turned around. Don't worry about that. Sato did point out um, one of the Roosters players, Joshua Wong. He said, he said, I've never seen a lock forward quicker than this bloke. He never scored a length for the field try in that grade. But anyway, we don't want to talk them up too much. But there's one to keep your eye out for, Joshua Wong. Chaps, there was, uh, there was another game on the weekend that you attended at Erskineville Oval, the Jersey flag trial against Manly. I did too, mate. I went out there and uh, Manly had their top side in. I think it was Adam McEwen coached Manly side. Um, but they look pretty sharp, Manly. Um, they went out to what, five or six tries before we started to get on top because they were a really big side. We're not quite a big side. But we started to, to get in the grind and eventually get our plays on and and finished up, I think it was nearly five unanswered tries at the back end of the game to be pipped six tries to five. They didn't kick goals in the Jersey Fleet trial at this stage. But um, some promising signs. Definitely some promising signs there, uh, Brownie. Um, they, they, yeah, they don't look like they're, they're too far away, that mob. They certain, we certainly didn't play our best side. I spoke to, to Leon Latrell up at, at the end of the game. So he wasn't disappointed at all. He, he was actually encouraged with the way the boys finished that one off. And like you said, chaps, there was a couple of players sitting in the grandstand that could have been out there and uh, they're probably just resting them up for closer to the first round. But there's also some rugby league, or more importantly, South Sydney royalty at Erskineville Oval. Tell us a little bit about that. Oh, well, there's, you know, there's only two most important players in South Sydney's history, in my opinion. Number one is Arthur Hennessy. Without Arthur Hennessy, there ain't no rabbitos from the beginning. This is Rabideau number one who held the meeting in 1907 to form the club down there at uh, Surrey Hills. But the next one after that's got to be the great George Piggins. Uh, you were coached by this bloke. He's just a one of he, you know what he looked in in pretty good health. Um, he, he looked he looked pretty strong. He sat behind us with um, his really good mates, uh, Jimmy LaHood, Doctor Jimmy LaHood, and Normie Lipson. There's a couple of hoods there actually. Um, his young bloke Nick and I think his um, his brother. Peter LaHood was there as well. And one of the great South Sydney social media fans, mate, Brennan Teleski, the famous Brennan Teleski, he was there as well. Went and sat with them boys. But it was great to um, see young Peter Mamazellas come over. And he just wanted to sit there and listen to some stories about George from Normie Lipson and myself and um, also Jimmy LaHood. So there's a lot of respect between those two. I ended up getting them to snap a little photo between the two of them. And um, mate, he's such a such a great kid, young Peter. Yeah, he's always gives you his time. Always says good day when, when you're around the around the traps, and um, you know he probably only been told stories about George Pickens, and he would have been in awe of uh, sitting next to him and and uh, learning a little bit more about George Pickens, uh, the stories that Jimmy and. And both uh, Norm told. So great friends of George, uh, Norm, Norm and um, Jimmy, been by his side for many, many years. And uh, it must have been uh, a great thrill for young Peter Mamazellas to, to sit there and uh, listen to some of them stories. Yeah, well, he, uh, Pete's a, a mad South man. He's old man. He's a big South fan. So I'm sure George was, um, was I'm certainly one of his heroes. We might get a couple of those blokes on. Um, Normie. And Jimmy LaHood at some stage, we're all talking to him about it. They're, they're pretty keen to come on. We'll, we might uh, we might organise that one down the track, Brownie. Yeah, no, 100%, mate. They've got some great stories. And they've been through thick and thin uh, with the Rabbitohs, the highs and the lows. Uh, 
with this club and um, yeah, there's plenty of stories to be told. Uh, just before we uh, go, chaps, I just want to give a wrap to one of our sponsors and we're always talking about this uh, this company. It's NG Farah. Now, NG Farah are in their 60th year of business, chaps. They're a family-owned business. They're not a franchise. Um, NG Farah Real Estate. And during the week, Rate My a Agent had some awards. And NG Farah won 16 awards, uh, chaps. 16 awards. That's yeah. a record for NG Farah for the, in their 60 years. They won eight for sales and eight for property management. So... A great effort there uh, from NG Farah. We only have the best here on uh, Rabbitohs TV. No, nearly got as many trophies as South, mate. We won another trophy yesterday. I don't know if you're not sure if you know about this, but at an under sixes Gala's day at um, Penrith Park between South and Penrith, and we got another trophy. We beat the Panthers up there. Bit of revenge yeah. from the grand final. The under six boys. Oh, oh how good was that? And oh. You can go to our, you can go to our YouTube and find out or watch. All the footage of them highlights and plus much, much more. And just back to NG Farah, um, some of them individual sales uh, from Maroubra to Little Bay, they are the leading agent and won awards in all them suburbs, Malabar, Matraville, Hillsdale, uh, Little Bay and Maroubra. So if you've got a home in that area and you're thinking of selling, make sure you give NG Farrah a call. One of the agents, they'll come out there, they'll give you a free market appraisal, tell you what your home's worth. And let me tell you, if you're not going with them, you're not doing your property justice. Well, you might get a um, former Rabbitohbo champion. as your agent, who knows, mate. They are. And he's a great bloke. Right. He'll look after you. Don't worry about that. And, um, and obviously, be remiss if we didn't mention Barnaby Water. If you're interested in having them in, in your business or in your home, um, at your workplace, jump on uh, Bunnaby Water, Instagram handle, B-A-N-A-B-I. Hit them boys up. And also, we'd like to thank Daryl Lee Chocolate. I mean, I ended up getting some licorice last night. <laughs> Not grabbing <laughs> a couple of that soft licorice. I mean, I'm supposed to be on a bit of a diet here. I'm having knee surgery next week, but couldn't help myself. Needed something sweet. Grab the bit of Daryl A. Licorice there, mate. Batch 37. Beautiful. Well, you know how much I love my chocolate, chaps. I'm actually on a, on a fast at the moment. Um, so I've got to steer clear of it. I've got a big block over there. It's just been talking to me for three days. So I can't you look, actually... You look, uh, you look hungry. You've been eating brownie. You look hungry. <laughs> three days, chaps. No no food, three days. I've got a juice last You haven't eaten in three days. No. Wow. Well, they do juice last, mate. They it's do it's good for your body. It's good clean out. I've got a big weekend coming up in two weekends up at Mudgee Charity Shield. Oh yeah, you gotta, you gotta look after yourself before then because mate, you can you can play up like a second hand victor up there at Mudgee. But anyway, that might be it there. Thank you for tuning into Rabbitohs TV. And one sponsor we forgot, the juniors. Make sure you get up there, have a feed. Pinocchio's, how good is it? Yep, the juniors had a big win on the gala day yesterday up there at Penrith, thanks to Luke Curry and the crew at South Sydney Juniors and Keith McCraw. Thanks for joining us on Rabbitohs TV. Thanks, guys.